We are back. Second string podcast. It's been a little bit. I feel like it's been months. Um, hiatus season. I mean, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and then the weekend. We had Christmas Eve, Thursday, Christmas Friday, weekend. It's been hiatus. It's weird how it, it's been like four days or five days since the last time I recorded one of these. Feels like it's been like two weeks. Feels like it's been a while. So it's good to be back. I feel good. I like uh I like hanging out. I like talking about random stuff. I like making jokes. I like getting this. I like building this thing. I like knowing I got a, we got a little community out there. We got a little family. We're building this thing to the top, to the top. So it's good to be back. You know, the drill, you know, the goddamn drill. It's Monday. Lions played Saturday. MSU hoops. I'm doing this Monday morning. MSU hoops. Huge, 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 huge game tonight. Huge game tonight. We're going to spend a little bit more time on the MSU hoops today because the Lions, frankly, it's fucking beating a dead horse. It's beating a dead horse. Change the record. It's the same shit. What do you want? I can't come on here and talk about anything new related to the Detroit Lions anymore. This this season's expired. I can't say anything new. So, I mean, I'll touch on it, I guess, but. There's nothing I can say that you can't go back to the last five episodes where I talk about the Lions in here. It's the same shit over and over again. It's just regurgitated info. But that's the plan today. A little bit of Lions and then MSU Hoops preview. Dogs play at Minnesota tonight. Fucking must-win game, honestly. I think it's a must-win game. We're 0-2 in the Big Ten. Two very disappointing losses. We got curb stomped by Northwestern. Christmas Day, we played Wisconsin. It was a good game. Didn't have enough in the tank. Didn't look great. Defense stinks again. I don't know what the fuck happened to the defense. We're 0-2. Can't go 0-3. If you want a shot at winning the Big Ten this year, we're, listen, we're going to lose a game in January, February. We can't lose the first three of the season. If we lose this game, we're done in the Big Ten. You can write us off, I would say. No chance. Yeah, and then we're what? We're going to go 15-0 and the rest of the way? Not a chance. I think 14-4. and Thirteen and five probably wins the Big Ten this year. I think if we lose today, that you can kiss that goodbye. So, huge game for the Spartan Dogs. We'll see. We'll talk about that. But I hope everybody had a good Christmas. Obviously, MSU losing to Wisconsin didn't help. Could have done without that, no doubt. But you know, Christmas is a great day, best holiday of the year. Christmas Eve is even better. Christmas Eve, I, I'm a strong Christmas Eve over Christmas believer. Because of the anticipation, you're looking forward to Christmas Day. Also, Christmas Eve is just like an extension of Christmas Day where you're doing stuff, you're hanging out, you're drinking, you're watching movies, you're watching sports. It's a great day. And then you have Christmas the day after. Christmas, once Christmas ends, it's like, all right, well, that was fun. Now it's now, uh, I guess the new year, but now it's, you know, eh, that was fun. So big Christmas Eve guy. Um, I hope everybody had a good Christmas. I hope you got some nice presents. Hope you gave some nice presents. Hope the dessert table was very stacked at your family gathering. You know, I had, it was weird. I had Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas Eve, like turkey, mashed potatoes, that kind of stuff. Is that a typical Christmas meal? I feel like it's not really. I don't even, there's a lot of people, which I discovered this year, took me 23 years to learn this. There would there are apparently quite a few people that don't even like Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving. 
we had it for Christmas Eve. I was like, oh, wow, this, this is kind of a development. No, I love Thanksgiving dinner. One of my favorite meals. It should be eaten far more than just on Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving dinner. I love turkey. I don't get why people, they say it's too dry. I feel like you're just making bad turkey then. I love turkey. White meat and turkey is all-time meat. Gravy rules. Mashed potatoes, perhaps the best form of a potato other than maybe a French fry. Great. Pumpkin pie is the shit. Um, Stuffing, awesome. Gravy, again, like put it on everything. I don't get how people don't like Thanksgiving dinner. We had that Christmas Eve. I was juiced up. I was fucking ready to go. Christmas Day, we had some beef, some mac and cheese, cookies. It was it was everything you could ask for and more. And the beers were flowing like water. It was beer after beer. That kind of took, I will say that, that took the sting off the Michigan State game, like the Wisconsin loss. I was like three beers deep at that point. It, the game was played at noon, which is kind of pathetic. But hey, sue me. It's Christmas Day. I'm going to have a couple pops. So that kind of took the edge off, which was nice. Um, Got some socks, which is also funny because like, I actually am so fucking happy that I got socks. Like when you're a kid, I know everyone makes this joke, but it's actually the truest thing in the world. When you're a kid, like your family members tease you by being like, we're going to get you socks and underwear. And I'm like, please, like I need socks and underwear. Please get them for me. It's like the best gift you could get me. Someone tries to get me like a gift card somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I don't want that. I would socks. You couldn't have got me socks. Like that's fucking real. That's that. I think the first time that happened to me was it was after I'd gone off to college because once you start doing laundry, you all of a sudden you think you have a lot of socks. No, you really don't socks and underwear. You don't have as many as you think you did before you went to college. I think maybe my freshman or sophomore year was when I was like, dude, Christmas, I fucking socks and underwear, please. Please, anything that can delay me doing the worst chore in the world, laundry, more of. I Just give me that stuff. Whatever whatever puts off me doing laundry, whatever drug that is, you call it socks, please just give me that. That's all I want. I don't give a shit. New phone? No. Shoes? Uh-uh. Clothes? No. Socks? Yeah. Well, I guess socks are clothes, but undergarments, please. Please. So that was very successful. I got wool socks too. First pair of wool socks. I'm actually very fired up. It's tough because like coronavirus, obviously. Um, so like I don't go outside in the cold. I barely fucking leave my house. So it's like, oh, cool, wool socks. But I don't know when I'm going to necessarily use them. But it's cool to have them. I am excited even for maybe just around the house. I'm excited to throw those puppies on and just see how how warm we can keep the piggies. So that'll be exciting. I do want to play some ice hockey. I do want to play some ice hockey, but it's been warm. Like, it's so fucking stupid. It's been, like, right above freezing, like 36, 34, 36 in Troy. It's like, dude, just be, just be like, 25. Just be cold so I can go play hockey, but it's not totally frigid. Like, today it's 34. Like, just melting ponds. Melting ponds far and wide. Like, what is that accomplishing? It's 34, so the snow, I guess it's nice because the snow melts off the road, but then the snow becomes that gray, gross, slushy shit, and now you're melting ponds far and wide. Like, what are we doing with that? What is that all about? So that's kind of sad. I want to go up north. I think I'm going up north in a couple weekends, but I've been checking the up north weather too. It's like fucking mid-30s. What the hell, man? I got to play hockey somewhere, somehow. 
So that's kind of sad. That would be prime wool sock season is playing some ice hockey. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to think what else. I got slippers too. I'm a big feet warmth guy. I'm a big feet keeping the feet warm guy. I mean, I, that's what it is. I don't know how people aren't, to be totally honest with you. I think slippers may be the number one thing when I go places that I say, I wish I would have brought those. I think it may be slippers. The, the, the ones that come to mind, phone charger's a big one. Like, fuck, why didn't I bring my goddamn charger? My phone's going to die, and I knew it was going to die. That's a biggie. Water bottles, for me, are a big one because then it's like you use someone else's glass, and now you're like, you do the dish, but you may use it later. And then like, maybe you get another glass Ah, just creates work water bottle, dude. I got my water bottle, fill it, take it with me. It's good. No dishes, nothing. It's clean. It's easy. Slippers right there. How often you go to your buddy's house, you go to your friend's house and an hour in, you're like, my feet are freezing cold. My feet are freezing cold, but it's not like, I don't know. You're not going to ask for a slipper. Like it's, it's it's one thing to say, hey, do you have a blanket or an extra jacket or whatever? Like, do you have slippers I can wear? I don't know. That seems kind of like a weird question, right? Like, you want to wear my slippers? What do you mean you want to wear my slippers? Like, I don't know. It seems kind of strange. One thing, though, I always wish I had, and I never do, because slippers, I think the reason I don't bring them places, A, you're afraid to lose them. You're afraid to forget them. That's key. B, you need them at the house. I need them here. Like if I, I can go, if I forget my charger somewhere for a day, I can go without it. I, I got like four other chargers here. I'll use those. No problem. I forget my slippers somewhere. Now I'm in trouble. Now I'm in trouble. Cause I don't like slippers don't grow on trees in the Bradley household. What do I do if I forget slippers somewhere? My feet are going to be fucking freezing for the next 24 hours. That's unacceptable. That's absolutely unacceptable. Water bottle too. I forget the water bottle. All right. I got 7,000 glasses in my cupboards here. We're fine. I'll drink water like it's nobody's business. It doesn't matter. I don't need that water bottle. I'll get it tomorrow. Slippers. I won't be able to sleep. My feet are going to be so, all I'm going to think about is how cold my feet are. I'm going to be sitting up in bed, crisscross applesauce, just so my thighs are on my feet to keep the little bit of warmth I, I physically can retain. Slippers are huge. Chapstick, I would also throw in there, actually. Chapstick's another one where quite often, more so in the wintertime, obviously, but I'll get somewhere and be like, oh, well, my lips are fucking dry and I don't have chapstick. Another thing where it's like, I mean, how do you ask someone to use their chapstick? Like they put it on their mouth and then you're going to put it on their mouth, on your mouth, and then they're going to put it back on theirs. Like chapstick's like, you got your lips got to be falling off. Your lips got to be melting for you to ask for someone's chapstick. And then you do the finger onto your face, which is nowhere near as effective. Everybody, everybody who's tried it knows it. Nowhere near as effective as applying the chapstick directly to your mouth. But slippers are up there. That was quite the tangent. That was quite the tangent. But I did get slippers for Christmas. They're warm. I'm wearing them now. My feet are comfortable. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Got another hat, beanie. Who doesn't love a good beanie? Trying to think. Some clothes, a couple books. My family apparently thinks I read all the time. I don't know where they got that from. They definitely, they obviously didn't ask me if I read because I would have said, um, no, not at all. Actually, you guys have known me for fucking 20 years now. What do you mean? Do I read? So that'll be interesting. Um, another classic thing, Christmas thing, like 
like the guilt gift where it's like, oh, great. I have four new books. Awesome. Huh. I love to read so much because I got these books. Like, oh man, this is so great. I love reading. <laughs> like, now do I have to read those books now? Because then what if next Christmas my family member asked me, hey, I, you know, how'd you, you ever read those books? And I go, oh, no, I didn't. Thanks for wasting your money on it, though. <laughs> like, how does that conversation go if I don't read the books? Now I'm being handcuffed. Now I'm being forced to read these books out of pure guilt. What am I going to say? I'm going to see I'm going to see the person that gave me the books and say, "Oh. Oh yeah, you spent money on those books. I um I actually have no clue where they are. I didn't even see them after the day I opened them. I don't know. I have no clue what happened to those books. Like is that how that conversation goes? That seems uncomfortable. That seems awkward a little bit. Like probably not how that conversation should go. It probably should go. Oh yeah. I love those. Thank you again. I love that book. It was great. It was a great read. Learned a lot of stuff, but that would require me physically reading the book and people I can read. I can read a book. Listen, I can read a book. I can sit through it. I don't love to read. I don't mind to read though. It's one of those things. It's like working out once you're done with it. You're like, Oh hell yeah. I'm glad I did that. Why don't I do that more? But then and the, at the time you're like, should I read or should I watch Inglorious Bastards for the 15th time? I'm going to just sit down and eat Cheez-Its and watch a movie, I think, instead of reading. I don't know. That seems, it's always like an easy decision at the time. But then you do read and you're like, oh man, I'm so smart and like fucking educated and sophisticated. Like I just read for 30 minutes without anyone telling me to like, dude, I'm mature and shit. <laughs> it's also, it's always a very good feeling, but it's very difficult to get into it. It is very difficult. One of the tougher things to start, like waking up, getting out of bed, probably the hardest thing in the world to just be like, fuck it, just get it over with. After that, working out's up there. Actually, I would say reading and then working out where it's like, mm, I don't want to start, but once you do, you're like, all right, cool. I'm glad I did that. But yeah, now I have to read four books. So I don't thank you, I guess, to my family for making me read four books. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from in terms of like, oh, he's probably really going to like this. I get what they're going for. The books are actually very, the good, the topics are great. They're catered towards me and they're books I would like. Like two of them are like marketing, like um, like building a brand online. Obviously fucking perfect for this and the shirts and everything. So they're perfect, like great topics. It's just the fact that they require me to read them. Like maybe the audio book of how to build a brand. And I'm like, that's an idea. Maybe the audio book would have been a better idea. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I appreciate the books, family members, if you're listening. <laughs> I will read them though. I will read. I kind of like how a little bit, a little bit, a little part of me likes how I'm being handcuffed because now it's like, hey, you lazy piece of shit. You're going to read a couple books this year. If nothing else changes in 2021, you will read three more books than you read in 2020. So there you go. I'll take that. I'll settle for that. That's not the worst. That, that's probably a good thing. I'm growing. I'm changing. All right. That's all I got. Enough rambling. I didn't really do. I guess I, I didn't really do the, the Christmas ramble podcast last week. So I had to get it all off my chest. The problem is the lions are going to take me three minutes to talk it out. So I need to fill a little bit of time here, but yeah, hope everybody else had a good Christmas. I just, gave you a fucking in-depth dive into my Christmas, how it went, the gifts I got, things like that. Um, 
yeah, hope yours was good too. I'll take a quick break to bring you a couple words from the easiest way to make a podcast, anchor.fm. Then we'll talk Lions, which will be quick, and then MSU Hoops, which we're folks, we're we're in it. MSU Hoops fans, like this is we're fucking here. It's it's not even New Year's Day and we're like in a must-win game for the big ten. So we'll be right back. I so the Lions got massacred. Um, that's pretty much it. The Boxing Day massacre, forty-seven to seven, I believe. Stafford didn't play. Neither did the defense. Um, yeah pretty much it i don't i mean fucking 47 to 7 what is there to talk about really oh and and the seven points the offense didn't score that it was a punt return so i don't know what um what there is to talk about the team fucking blows the team is fucking terrible i don't know what else there is to talk about the detroit lions the 2020 detroit lions fucking suck and you see, you see what happens without Matt Stafford. Like, they were going to hang 47 on us regardless, but all of a sudden we don't have Stafford. The one thing that changes from last week against Tennessee to this week, we don't have Stafford, and this game isn't competitive for even a moment. At least last week, Tennessee shit on us too. No, I mean, obviously, everybody saw it right in front of your face. Tennessee murdered us too. They killed us. But that game for like a half was a little competitive. Like the offense gave us hope. It was like, oh, all right. Well, the defense can get a couple stops. This may be a shootout. The offense is moving the ball. They look like they'll score some points. I don't know. This game, it was the game started and it was like, uh oh, this is going to be. It's like fucking beans and kicking and screaming where he's like, we're going to get killed out there. Like, it's going to be bad. Like, that's how it was. Will Farrell's like, no, how do you know that? He's like, trust me, it's going to be bad. That's how it was Saturday. The game started and it was like, oh my God, we might, guys, we might lose this game by like a hundred points today. It was bad. Do you know how hard it is to give up 47 points in an NFL game? Like you have to be bad at literally everything. Your offense has to be bad because the other team needs to have the ball the entire time, and your defense needs to be bad, obviously, because they score every fucking time. Do you know how bad you have to be to give up 47 points in a fucking NFL football game? So bad. So bad. Like, it's it's... I hope Bob Quinn's bags are packed. It's like the bachelorette where you go on a two-on-one. Matt Patricia, he went on a two-on-one. Patricia already got sent home. Quinn thinks he's going to make it through, but little does he know. There's actually a cab waiting for him too. Like, it's wild that Matt Patricia's gone and his stamp or his fucking moss and mold stamp is too good. Mold, residue, nasty shit. Ivy poisonous Ivy is still lingering on this team. Like that defense 
is so bad. And guess what he was going to do? Oh, Mr. Rocket Science is so clever. The guy running the defense now, his butt buddy that he hired, his friend, he was going to just can him. If he stuck around, he's going to can him after this year. Say, he didn't know what he was doing. Scapegoat season, keep Patricia around. We know, Matt. We know your dumb ass designed this entire thing. We know it's your dumb ass. Look at how he's gone. He's been gone for a few weeks now. Look at how bad this defense is. Look at how bad this defense is. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? It's so hard to give up that many points in an NFL game. And then you take Stafford out of the equation and it's like, we're a fucking pinata. We're a stuffed pinata. We're so bad. We're not even a stuffed pinata filled with candy. We're filled with like fucking dental floss and pennies. That's how shit we are. We don't even get, when we get beaten up, we don't even fucking explode with candy. It's dental hygienic tools is what we explode with. It's pathetic. This team is so fucking bad. Oh, God damn, dude. I mean, there's nothing else to say. I, I'm just going to get mad. There's nothing, there's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. It's the season's over. We have one more game against the Vikings, which doesn't matter if they win. Doesn't matter if we win. The season's over. Who fucking cares? Sit, sit Stafford. Let him be healthy. Let him have a week off. I don't fucking care. Though it's over. Just end the season already, dude. End the goddamn season already so we can start to look for another coach so I don't have to sit down on a Sunday and watch this fucking team play. Jelani Tavai again. How? How is he on an NFL team? So I don't have to watch this team play, okay? So we can restart. So I can think about Zach Wilson and Honolulu Blue. So I can sleep at night thinking about Micah Parsons making 12 tackles a game. End the season so we can start fresh. This team, I'm so I'm so fucking sick of anything related to the Matt Patricia Lions. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. I'm ready for it to be done. That's all I'm going to say. I refuse to talk about the Lions anymore. That's it. I'm ready for the season to be over. Let's get a coach. Let's get the NFL draft going. Um, I can't fucking talk about this team. MSU hoops, though, I can talk about, and I will talk about it nauseam until you're like, shut the fuck up. It's been 40 minutes of MSU hoops. That's where I'm at with the dogs. Christmas Day was bad. I mean, the first half was great. It was it was a very fun game to watch, Wisconsin or MSU fan. It was really fun to watch. It was like an NBA game. Um, I thought – the whistles were pretty loose. Like it wasn't like some college games, like every two seconds, there's a whistle. People were hitting shots. Both teams were shooting like 60% from the field. Felt like an NBA game, run up the floor. Someone hits a jump shot, run back down, lay up, run down, jump shot, run back down, jump shot. Like both teams were hitting shots. The offenses looked crisp. People were moving. People were getting open. People were hitting shots. It was fun to watch. It was like an NBA game. It was really fun to watch. Joey Hauser was great all day. I thought, Really the only sustained bright spot of the game, I would say, was Hauser. I thought Kithier played better. I still don't think he brings enough at the five, and I still don't think he should be playing over Julius Marble. Izzo's come out and said, you know what, he's going to play over Marble. That's just the way it is. Like, deal with it kind of thing. And fine, I guess. Like, in Izzo, we trust. He's the fucking coach. I'm not. In Izzo, we trust right now. I still don't think Kithier's the guy. Like, there was a play again. There was a play against Wisconsin this week. 
Kiffier's got the ball right under the hoop. He goes up with it and just gets stuffed. Like, Doug, you got to be more physical and aggressive with that. You know Marble's trying to jam that through someone's mouth. Like, Sissoko, Bingham, like Malik Hall even. Malik Hall's pretty undersized. When he's right under the hoop, he's not taking a layup. He's trying to put the ball through the basket with both of his hands. I've never – can Kiffier dunk? Like, Kiffier straight up might be the tallest guy in the world that can't dunk. Why does he insist on laying everything up and getting it blocked? You got to be assertive, brother. You're in the Big Ten. Fucking throw that thing through the hoop, and he just doesn't do it. I'm like, bro, you're wondering why you get blocked and people are saying Marble's got to play over you. It's because when Marble's a foot away from the hoop, he's slamming it through, and he's not getting blocked from behind. I thought Hauser was the only bright spot. Rocket. I don't know what his deal's been. He just like can't make a shot, really. He made a couple shots. He had a three. He had like seven points. I mean, he didn't do anything. I don't know what his problem is. Like he just can't make a shot. He's he's I don't know if his confidence is going and he's now it's like he's not even trying to get into the lane. All he does is shoot those floaters and it's like if the floater's not going, he's just not going to do anything. Like dude, Work in some step backs, work in like going to the rim, drawing a foul, trying to lay it up. Like maybe instead of the floater, like acting like you're going to lay it up and dishing it down. Like, I don't know. Try something else, Rocket, because missing floaters ever, over and over again clearly is not working. Like, obviously, you miss a thousand floaters a game. Aaron Henry, I don't know what happened to. He can't make a layup. Like, Aaron Henry can't make a shot if it's within three feet of the basket. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. Between Wisconsin and Northwestern, I've seen the guy miss like five easy layups. I don't know what his problem is. Another guy, dude, if you're not going to be able to make the layup, try to dunk it. If you miss the dunk, guess what? One of two things. A, you would have missed the layup anyway. And B, if you miss the dunk, they'll probably call a foul. Like you got to do something, guy. We can't have arguably our best player missing all of his fucking shots that are right next to the hoop. Aaron Henry, Aaron Henry relying, like his source of scoring, relying on hitting jump shots is not going to be the best version of Aaron Henry. I'm sorry. It just is not going to be the best version of him. Plain and simple. It is what it is. But the biggest problem I've had with Aaron Henry lately, he looks like he's disinterested on defense. The same guy. The first three, four games of the year when we were murdering, obviously it was like random teams like UDM. And I mean, we killed Notre Dame. But the first few games of the year when we were just locking teams down and it was like, this might be Izzo's best defensive team yet. The reason people were saying that, myself included, was because you watch those games and you watch Aaron Henry play and he's like a man possessed. Aaron Henry seems determined to make a play on every single defensive possession, whether his guy has the ball or not, whether his guy's going to shoot it or not, whether his guy's involved in the play or not. Aaron Henry says, all right, fine. My guy's not going to – I'm going to just come off my guy and block you, or I'm going to come off my guy and make a steal, or I'm going to come off a guy and make your shot crowded. Like, he seemed so much more active and engaged and, like, he wanted to be great at defense. And now it's like – he just lets his guys run off screens. He's getting burned to the lane. Like, because he's seemingly not paying attention. I remember the Notre Dame game. Or I mean, uh, Northwestern, excuse me. Boo Booey had a drive where it's like Aaron Henry's like not even fucking looking at him. And it's like, bro, 
hey, Aaron, the guy you're guarding has like 30 points right now. How how are you not paying attention? It's a close game, and the guy you're you're guarding scores all of their fucking points. Like, I don't know. Like, look like you're prepared for him to try to shoot it on you. Like, Aaron Henry's like looking at someone else, and the guy just goes right by him for a layup. Aaron, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? And it's been more. It was all of that Northwestern game. And then Wisconsin, too. He's losing it, whether it was Trice or uh, who was the other guy hitting shots for Wisconsin? Ford or whatever. Like, he's just letting his guy go through screens, like, again, where it's not like Aaron Henry's getting bogged down by screens. It's like Aaron Henry's not really paying attention. And then he he blinks, and his guy's open at the three-point line, and he's 10 feet behind him. Like, it's not even like he's just getting beat physically. It's like he's not fucking engaged in the game, which what happened? Because that's the total opposite of the Aaron Henry we saw earlier. And that Aaron Henry we saw earlier was why people are like, oh, my God. Fine, no Cassius, no Tillman. But this MSU team is going to be a problem because we have a guy who is a fucking menace on defense. And, oh, yeah. He gets to the rim and finishes at the rim and can create for others. Now he can't finish at the rim. He misses every fucking layup. He does. I'm sorry. And the thing he can control, like maybe you're going to hit slumps. You'll miss a couple layups. Fine. You can always be engaged on defense if you want to be. You can always be locked in and have the mindset of, you're not going to score a fucking point on me tonight on defense. You can always have that mindset if you want. And now it's like he just doesn't fucking care like i'm sorry but that's what it is he's just like all right whatever i mean i don't care whatever i'll lay up all right my bad i guess sorry guys my bad like oh man he's been he's been he's he's been the most frustrating thing to watch throughout these two losses like because you know when he plays well his potential you're like this guy could be such a stud there are not a lot of players like him in college hoops where they're big, they're long, they're athletic. So when they do decide to turn it on on defense, they become a problem on defense. Like Aaron Henry playing defense is an NBA defender, like a good NBA defender. So when he doesn't do it at the college level, it's like, dude, come on, man. Like, why? Why wouldn't you? Because, again, it's not like, oh, he's scoring on you because he's faster than you or he's hitting crazy shots. He's scoring on you because you're not paying attention and he runs off a screen and next thing you know, you're in the paint and your guy's wide open in the corner. Like, that's why you're getting scored on because you, you don't seem to be interested in doing your job defensively. I don't know. It's extremely fucking annoying. Like I said, especially because it's something we can or he can control, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. So I've mentioned rocket Henry, like when we lose these games, Northwestern, Wisconsin, those games, Hauser played really well against Wisconsin, not as well against Northwestern. He banged up his knee against Northwestern. But when we have those games, rocket Henry and Hauser all play poorly. There's a, we're just never going to win those games. There's just not a chat. Like those are their guys. We go as they go. Those are the guys that make this team score. They initiate defense, Rocket and Henry specifically, when they want to be. 
they can be great defenders. I actually think Rocket has been good for most of the season defensively. I mentioned it after Northwestern. Boo Booey just like made some great shots on him when Rocket guarded him. Um, this week, same thing. Brad Davison. I mean, he didn't go crazy. Like he he you know made some shots. I think Rocket stays pretty engaged defensively. His problem has been more so offensively playmaking and making his own shots. But I don't know. If you're Izzo, on one hand, you know, like, he's the smart guy. He's Tom Izzo for a reason. On one hand, you know this team is only going to go as far as Rocket and Henry take us. But on the other hand, you've got a guy, Gabe Brown, who feels like he makes every three he takes. He can also get to the rim. He's not quite the playmaker, Henry, but he can get to the rim. He can finish at the rim. And he can play defense too. Same thing, long athletic. He can affect shots even when it doesn't seem like he can because of that length. Listen, at some point, if Aaron Henry's going to keep playing like a fucking asshole, like he doesn't care, he's going to keep letting his guys wander for open threes, missing layups. Bro, at some point, I don't know if it's because you want to send a message or you want to try a different lineup or what. What you're doing right now is not working. We're 0-2 in the Big Ten, staring 0-3 in the face. Maybe try big Gabe Brown. Give him more minutes. Start him. Give him the Aaron Henry minutes for a game. He brings more shooting, a lot more shooting than Henry. Spaces the floor more. He can still get to the rim when he puts it on the floor. He's His peak defensively isn't Aaron Henry's peak, but maybe his floor is higher. Maybe he doesn't just decide, oh, I'm not going to guard my guy on this possession. I don't know. Um, I think Foster Lawyer's been much better this year too. I, I got to give it to him. I've been a denier of his. Defensively, he still stinks. He gets abused. He gets posted up. But offensively, he's looked much more comfortable. He's made some shots. He's facilitated plays. I think he's been a lot better. But I don't know. This team's issue is the defense. It is. Wisconsin, you saw. We were hitting shots. We were making shots. The offense looked fine. We don't stop anybody anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, you look at our first few games. People were saying this might be Izzo's best defense yet. I don't know what happened to that. I don't know what happened. We get 85 piece by Wisco, 79 by Northwestern, 91 by Oakland, our last three games. That is not going to do. That won't do. Like, we're holding Duke to 69, Notre Dame to 70, Eastern to 67, Western to 61, like, I don't know, man. We scored 76 against Wisconsin. For this team and what this team's capable of, 76 should win us like 95% of our games. I know Wisconsin's good. That was a winnable game. We were right there. We had the ability to win. The defense just doesn't show up. The defense doesn't show up throughout the game. And unlike the teams of the last two years, the defense doesn't show up when we absolutely need a stop. I don't know if that's because we had – even though guys like Cassius Winston, he wasn't the best defender in the world, but just his presence and his ability to maybe rally up the boys and be like, hey, this is the fucking game right here. Like, Get your heads out of your ass and get a goddamn stop. I don't know if it was that. Tillman obviously was a specimen. I don't know what's happened. I really don't. Uh, Excuse me. But the defense is the issue. I'm nervous. I I declared it earlier. I think tonight's a must win in terms of the Big Ten. In terms of the Big Ten, tonight's a must win. Look at we're 0-2. Minnesota's fucking trending up. Minnesota's 1-1. They just beat number four Iowa. 
we're we're 0-2. We're staring 0-3 in the face. Minnesota just beat Iowa. Marcus Carr is a god, apparently. He's averaging like 28 or something ridiculous a game. Um, we tend to struggle with guys who are superstars. Not just this year, but last year. You remember Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Maxey, fucking boo-booey in the past years. Like these guys, when we play teams where it's like they just have one guy, we tend to struggle, even though you'd think, all right, put Aaron Henry on him and let Aaron Henry hold him to a shitty game. For some reason, doesn't tend to be the case with us. We struggle when teams have their guy. We're sitting at 0-2. We're in the basement of the Big Ten. Minnesota just beat one of the best teams in the country. They're probably feeling pretty fucking good. They're 8-1. and It's a home game for them. They listen, they just beat Iowa. They got a chance to knock off another big big name team. MSU, even though we're we're zero two, I still think in the in Big Ten basketball, MSU is everybody's Super Bowl. When Michigan State basketball comes to town, Izzo, Cassius Winston, the pedigree, people are like, this is the fuck fuck these guys. People probably hate MSU hoops because we're good every year for the last twenty five years. They're gonna bring their A game. They want to get to two and one. How bad do we not want to be 0-3? I think if we fall to 0-3, you can write off the big time. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Iowa, Rutgers even, Northwestern's 3-0. Like, if we fall to 0-3, I, um, I, I'd say there's like a 2% chance we can win the big. So, oh, man, big game, big game, big bounce back game, big Izzo game, big fucking Izzo game because I know – I said it after Northwestern. We know we've come, we've become accustomed to the early random bad loss. But you know what we haven't become accustomed to is the early bad three losses, right? We have not become accustomed to that. The early bad three losses, like after this one, it it might be like a. I don't want to say sound the alarms, but like my fucking hand is on the alarm. Like I'm. I'm going to hit the button. Like it, we're there. We're getting there. I don't know. I'm nervous about this team. I, I'm nervous about this team. Like straight up. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about it. I don't. They haven't shown me anything or any reason to not feel nervous. They haven't shown us anything to give us faith. They've looked pretty bad recently. The defense has been bad. Our playmakers, our big time players, Henry rocket, haven't been good. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at a span. Last year we won the Big Ten, obviously, 3P, whatever, fuck it. We had a span in January. We lost to Purdue, Indiana, and Illinois, three straight losses. Then we bounced back. I don't know. It's early. That's the thing. We already had a couple Big Ten wins before that last year. So it's not like we were, I think we were five and zero or six and zero in the big 10 and then dropped three straight going six and zero to six and three is a lot different than zero and three to six and three to 15 and three, because we lost those three in the middle. And then we didn't lose a big 10 game the rest of the way, or we lost one more to Indiana and that was it. So I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen with this team. I don't know. Big game must win big Izzo game. Cause I think if we lose it again, it's going to be like, dude, you got a fucking, it's not, I get it. We don't have Cassius. We don't have Tillman. Maybe not his best team ever, but like you still got some fucking players, Tom. Figure it out, brother. Like we should be contending, no doubt. 
We don't need Imani. We, we got Rocket. Look at some of these guys. We should be contending. So, big game. State, hopefully they can pull it out. I'm going to be fucking sad if they lose again. So, we'll see what happens. Appreciate everybody listening. It's always a pleasure. Good to be back after the, the little bit of extended time off with the holiday and stuff like that. New Year's coming up. Might be another extended period off because New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. I don't know what I'll be doing. So I'll, pr- I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday with, I don't know, maybe MSU Hoops recap, maybe some other sports stuff. I'm not really sure. I haven't thought about it. I do want to do another random, more comedic style one maybe later this week. We'll see what happens. Maybe some Detroit stuff. I don't know. Just stay tuned, subscribe, follow along, questions, comments, concerns, at next second string, Twitter, at the second, or at the period, second period string, Instagram, the second string, Detroit at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It was Christmas. I appreciate everybody. You guys mean a lot. Still can't believe people listen to this. It's kind of funny. Um, I'll be back next time. 